Good morning, everybody. Uh, it is Tuesday. <laughs> Tuesday. All right, so today we're going to just share a little bit in the Word again, like every day. So um, I'm going to start in Psalm 19, uh, in verse 14. Hi, Janine. It's good to see you there. Good morning, everybody. So uh, verse 14 says, Let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in your sight. O Lord, my rock and my redeemer. Okay. So don't read what it doesn't say. Read what it says. I want the words of my mouth and the thoughts of my heart, the meditation of my heart, be acceptable in his sight. Uh, don't go on a self-condemnation trip saying that, oh, I'm not acceptable. And uh, No, it's just be conscious of the fact that your thoughts can agree with God's thoughts. Be aware of what the word says and let your thoughts agree with God's thoughts. Let your words agree with God's words. Because if we agree with God, whatever is in heaven will manifest on earth. So God's thoughts become our thoughts. And God's realities become our realities. Okay? It's so simple. So let the word of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in your sight, O Lord, my rock and my redeemer. <clears throat> okay. So let's just quickly go to Matthew chapter 18. He says in verse 19, Again I tell you, if two of you on earth agree, harmonize together, make a symphony together. <clears throat> Sorry. <laughs> A symphony, a symphony of thoughts about whatever, anything and everything they may ask, it will come to pass and be done for them by my Father in heaven. Do you want the Father to do something for you? No. Okay, that means if any two of us agree on something, <clears throat> harmonize together about whatever, Anything they may ask, it will, it will come to pass and be done for them by my Father anyway. So if we have the Spirit of Christ in us, the Word of God in our hearts, the thoughts of Christ in our hearts, and we are meditating in agreement with the Word, <clears throat> sorry, thinking what God is thinking, speaking among one another what God is saying, when we come in agreement with God, God does whatever we agreed upon. Okay? <laughs> it's, it's really a powerful thing. So God wants to manifest heaven on earth. And he does so through human beings and he sends a word. So like 100, Psalm 107 verse 20 says, he sent his word to heal them. So uh, God watches over his word to perform it. Okay. God watches over his word to perform it. So if we are mindful of his word, 
and we speak his word, God watches over his word to perform it. So the moment we are in agreement with the word, the Father is there to perform it. All right? Jeremiah chapter 29. Jeremiah. Okay. Okay. (laughs) Okay. 11 says, For I know the thoughts and plans that I have for you, says the Lord. Thoughts and plans for welfare and peace and not for evil, to give you hope in your final outcome. Then you will call upon me, and you will come and pray to me, and I will hear and heed you. Then you will seek me, inquire for and require me as vital necessity, and find me when you search for me with all your heart. I will be found by you, says the Lord, and I will release you from captivity and gather you from all the nations and places to which I've driven you. Okay, so they were in Babylonian captivity. Right, so, if your thoughts agree with God's thoughts, and God's thoughts for you is thoughts and plans of welfare and peace, not for evil, to give you hope in your final outcome. Now you start meditating on, in those lines, you start imagining things. Now, by the grace of God and by the Holy Spirit, He will start showing you in your own imagination if you agree with His, his thoughts, His heart towards you. He will show you what His, what his plans are, yeah. what His thoughts are. So now you sit and you start meditating. Wow, man, we're going to have this building. And in this building, we're going to have revival. And yeah. You're just going to land on everyone and everyone's going to lay scattered over the floor and you're just going to hear your praises to God and you're just going to smell the anointing oil through the whole place and, you know, clouds of glory hanging in the place. And, you know, you start, start imagining, you see people just, you know, the whole parking lot full of cars, people just hungry for God coming. People coming from all the provinces of the nation, people coming from all the countries of the world, so that we have to put up a big screen on the outside to have an overflow on the outside. You know, imagine that. God says, hey, that's exactly what I wanted to do. That's exactly what I wanted to do. So if we agree with the word, and we start imagining in that same direction, then God shows us, a preview of what his plans are for us. So he sanctifies your imagination through his word and through his spirit. So when you now start to go meditate and you start to go and think, what thoughts will come up? God's thoughts, because you're agreeing with God. Okay? So there's just, just this testimony where Prophet John, uh, I saw Prophet John there now, and I said, Prophet John, I want to speak about Prophet Quibus. <laughs> Prophet John, bless you. <laughs> so Prophet Quibus, um, they were on, I think it was Tom Scarella that was with him, and, um, or, or maybe Bobby, I'm not sure exactly who was with him, but, but I remember they just told the story. So now, they were on this game drive, and they were looking at the lions. Oh, look at the pretty lions. There's the lions, the wonderful lions. Okay, so now his phone rings, and here's people from Cape Town saying, listen, the sea rescue guys are looking for these people. They both capsized. They can't find them. They're at the point of giving up hope. 
please pray. Okay? So Prophet Quivers just said, just go back to the first place you look for them. You'll find them hanging over the side of the boat. Okay? And he just switched off his phone, you know, it's like, hello, pretty lions. And I, you know, just look at the lions, you know. So later, they got a phone call. It says, oh, they found them exactly where you said. Okay? So, okay, great, praise God. And he said, oh, look at that pretty lion, you know. <laughs> I said, whoa, 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 what's going on here? <laughs> you have to tell me what's going on. So he just, all he said is, God agrees with my thoughts. Okay. So if you have a sanctified imagination, sanctified by the word and by the spirit, then you can imagine. And your thoughts will be God's thoughts. Thoughts of, if it's a thought, of welfare and peace and a, final, a hope in your final outcome, then God agrees with it. So you can imagine, God says, hey, I'm watching over my word to perform it. There's a thought I can agree with. And it goes and it comes to pass. All right? So we need to imagine things. Okay? And sometimes that's how the prophetic works. It's not, it's not always something of a, a foretelling of things, but more like you direct the things to go according to the mind of Christ. So if you're a spiritual man, you have the mind of Christ. How do you have the mind of Christ? Joshua, do not let this book depart from your mouth. Meditate on it day and night. Oh my goodness, this book is falling apart. Okay. Do not uh, let it depart from your mouth. Meditate on it day and night. So you shall make your way prosperous. So then if, if, if the word is in your heart, in your meditation, what happens is everything that is in the Spirit of God starts coming to your mind. Starts, and it's your meditation. Okay? So if the word is there and God agrees with his word and he watches over his word to perform it, man, it's not very long. Then whatever you say comes to pass. Okay? So we need to agree with God. All right? So Mark chapter 11 says... The following. All right, so Jesus just cursed the fig tree and it withered away. And they came back that way again and the disciples saw that it was withered away. And Jesus just says, have faith in God. Okay, verse 23. Truly I tell you, whoever says to this mountain, be lifted up and thrown into the sea and does not doubt at all in his heart, but believes that what he says will take place, it will be done for him. So how do you know what you say is what God says? Well, just meditate on the word and then say. What do you want? Say it. Because your, your imagination is sanctified. Okay? So you just think, I, I want this mountain in another place. We want to build a church here. So the mountain has to go. Mountain move. <laughs> okay? So or whatever the mountain is. Okay? Zechariah chapter uh, 3 or 4. 4. What is this great mountain of human obstacles before Zerubbabel? Okay, you will become a plain or a mere mole hill. Okay, so they will finish the, the gable stone with loud shoutings of grace, grace. So the big issue that they had, the mountain before them was building, rebuilding the temple. So he says, what is this great mountain? It will become a mole hill and it will be finished with shoutings of grace, grace. So by the grace of God, you can imagine what it is. Imagine, man, imagine, and trust the Holy Spirit to fill your imagination. Imagine, imagine, and you will see visions of God. 
Imagine, imagine, all according to the word of God. If you imagine in line with the word of God, God will use your imagination and he will perform it. Okay? So imagine how you walk around healing the sick. Imagine how you call people out in all these different sicknesses and they get healed. Or imagine, you know, in the worship service in the church, people just jump up and they healed from this or that. So we've been starting to say, to say that more and imagining it more. So it started happening. So I was ministering to some people um, in church, actually when Prophet John was ministering here. And someone uh, got healed standing like this. I didn't even pray for him. He just felt like it was Eric and he's... It felt like blue jelly on the inside of his hand started walking. The warm jelly started uh, going down. And he got healed of, of all his MS symptoms and, uh, and some other stuff as well. So he got healed just standing there. I didn't, I didn't even speak to him. All right? So because we were meditating, people would just get spontaneously healed in the service. Okay, so if you have a thought and you know that thought is in agreement with God's will, God watches over it and he wants to perform it. Okay, all right, let's, let's just get back to Mark 11. It says, for this reason I'm telling you, whatever you ask for in prayer, believe that it is granted to you and you will get it. And whenever you stand praying, if you have anything against anyone, forgive him and let it drop in order that your Father is in heaven may also forgive you your own failings and shortcomings. So that means even with those kind of things. When, a, when you imagine now, man, we're going to have this, we're going to have this, we're going to have this. Wow. Now that thought comes. The thought that wants to distract you. Boom. Remember that guy. Remember what you said to him. And now you start... Now, you're tempted to start imagining about, I'm going to give you a piece of my mind. <laughs> Don't do that, because it's breaking down from what you were busy with. So, if someone comes, something comes to distract you, it may be an offense, it may be, uh, you know, you that need forgiveness, it may be any kind of thing. Sometimes it's, it's actually you that need to forgive yourself, or it's you that need to, you know, all those things that doesn't come out of the mind of God. Yeah. That stuff that's condemnation and shame and guilt, that stuff that's accusing, that stuff that wants you to, you know, get rid of people. When that stuff comes up while you're imagining it, just forgive. Lord, I forgive them, bless them. Thank you, Jesus. It gets it out of your heart, out of your mind. Okay? So that your mind is clear again to meditate on the right stuff. Okay. You yourself man, I'm going to heal the sick. Or you stand in front of a sick person, you're imagining how the waters of life flow through your hands into that person, and the person is healed. Now your conscience comes in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now you want to pray. But, you know, yesterday, did, did, do you remember that you kicked the dog? Or yesterday, do you remember that you, that you, you, know, you spoke badly to your neighbor? Or uh, I, I saw what you did there at the, at the robots. Or I saw what you did there at the Olympic campaign, you know, or whatever. You know? So... Now you want to, oh, Lord, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. No, don't go that, don't let those thoughts get you off track. So forgive or get the thing out of the way by the blood of Jesus. Whether it is you forgiving yourself, you forgiving someone else, get those type of thoughts out of the way. So we thank you, Lord Jesus. We're not going to, you know, you, you deal with that. It's, it's like we're busy praying for the sick now. So thank you, Jesus. We forgive that people. It's gone in Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord, now. 
healing for this person. We need to get our thoughts in agreement with heaven. What does heaven say about your sin? That you're forgiven. What does the blood of Jesus speak from heaven? If you read Hebrews chapter 12, he speaks a better word of mercy. So your heart needs to agree with God's heart. You are forgiven. Thank you, Lord. I receive your forgiveness. Thank you. You don't think of it ever again. You just go forward and you meditate. Thank you, Father. Your heart is to heal this person. Your heart is to bring mercy to this person. So uh, the influence, whatever you are thinking on is going to manifest. Okay? I'm speaking about long term now. Okay? What are you thinking on? What you're thinking on is going to be what you're busy manifesting. Okay? Because what you're thinking on, on will eventually be the stuff that you'll be speaking about. Because Matthew 12 says, out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. Okay, so uh, one scripture that we looked at so many times, and I just also listened to uh, Marnus' sermon on Sunday, and he was talking about the same thing. So awesome. You can, if you haven't seen it, go watch it. It's good. So... Um, Isaiah 55, let the wicked forsake his way and the unrighteous man his thoughts. Okay? So he's defining who has evil thoughts, the wicked and the unrighteous. Okay, so let the wicked forsake his way and the unrighteous man his thoughts. And let him turn to our God and he will have love, pity, and mercy for him. Okay? Let him return to the Lord, he will have love, pity, and mercy for him. And to our God, for he will multiply to him his abundant pardon. Okay, so what happens you forsake the thoughts, so what's the first thing you do? You receive mercy. You receive the abundant pardon. That's for the wicked. Now the wicked, so God's response to wicked thoughts and wickedness is mercy, abundant pardon. So all you need to do is turn your thoughts to him. Thank you, Lord, for your mercy and your abundant pardon. If your thoughts are wicked. Okay, now, now that you are the righteous because your thoughts are not wicked. So now he says, for he starts describing now the difference between natural thoughts and supernatural thoughts. God's Holy Ghost, mind of Christ thoughts. Okay, so uh, he says, "For my thoughts are not higher; uh, my thoughts are higher than your thoughts, as m- and my ways are higher than your ways." Okay, so uh, the wicked thoughts, natural. God's thoughts, supernatural. So he says. So as the rain comes down from heaven, so shall my word be. As the rain comes down from heaven and waters the earth so that it brings forth and sprout, so shall my word be. It shall not return unto me void, but it will produce the effect. So how, do you, how does the wicked get the mind of Christ, the thoughts of Christ? Firstly, they receive the abundant pardon. They receive, which is essentially the gospel, the blood of Jesus. You receive it. Thank you, Lord. So no more thinking in terms of shame and guilt. Next thing, the word comes. Remember John 15 says, you are sanctified because of the words that I've been speaking to you. Okay. So the word comes, brings you the pardon. The word comes and gives you the thoughts. So how do you get God's thoughts? Meditate on the word. comes down, all right? So now that you have God's thoughts, now you can speak it, okay? So 
If you hear his voice, do not harden your heart, says Hebrews chapter 3 and 4. Okay? So, uh, in the beginning of Isaiah 55, it says, Come, all those who are thirsty, come buy wine and milk without price, simply for the self-surrender that accepts the blessing. Why do you spend your money for that what does not satisfy, and your earnings for that which is not bread? Hearken diligently to me, and eat what is good, and let your soul delight itself in fatness. Okay, listen and your soul shall live. Incline to my words. Listen and your soul shall live. So, as you, the heart listens, your heart is listening. As your heart listens to God's thoughts, your heart, your, your uh, imagination is, is sanctified. And whatever is happening there, meditating on God's thoughts and thinking in the lines of God's purposes, man, visions come. Dreams come, and the Holy Spirit shows you those things. Okay, so then you can stand up and say, hey, God's going to do this. God's going to do this. So you can ask God, Lord, I need 10,000 rand by the end of the day. So thank you, Lord. So now you imagine, man, you know God wants to provide your every need according to his riches and glory in Christ Jesus. That's what Philippians 4 says. You have got a scripture. Okay, so God will supply all my needs. I've been giving, I've been tithing, I've been doing. So that's but just plainly on the grace of God. Thank you, God. So now I'm just seeing someone, you know, walking to their computer, just go sitting down, just switching it on. And as the thing comes up, I want to go to the bank. And they just click on the thing and go to the internet banking. And as they scroll, they see my details. Oh, they, oh I wanted to give him some money. And they click on my name and they put 10,000. Bam. And it goes, you have successfully sent. Okay, good. <laughs> Meditate it. Thank you, Lord. Someone's going to do that today in Jesus' name. Okay. And then you start seeing it happen. Okay. So meditate it and then say it. So you can just ask God, Lord, I need 10,000 rand. God says, yes. Amen. Okay. Right. God tells me he's going to give me 10,000 rand today. Are you in agreement with him or not? Or do you always want him to show three or four signs, you know, every time you... uh, Ask him something. Now they must drive a Lamborghini with pink polka dots past the place before God can answer your prayer. So it doesn't work that way. Because if you're always going to put stumbling blocks in God's way to, to answer your prayers, then you're just hindering your own answers. So all I'm saying is let your heart agree with God. So think in terms of what God wants to give you, what the word says. Think, think in terms of how God sees you, who you are, what you are. Yeah. What does God think about you? God thinks you're holy and blameless and spotless because he washed you himself with his own blood. Yeah. Okay, so why do you think differently? What you believe about yourself is what's manifesting in your life right now. So, yeah. if you hearken diligently his word and you believe what he says about you, then what you believe about yourself will start manifesting. Yeah. So, you need to get your thoughts in line with God's thoughts and then believe your own thoughts. Yeah. All right? So, 1 Corinthians chapter 2. I want to know nothing among you except Jesus Christ and Him crucifies. God's thoughts. Okay. So, he says, we are setting these truths forth in spiritual language. Not taught by human wisdom, but taught by the Spirit. 
combining spiritual with spiritual. And then later on he says, the natural man, the non-spiritual man, does not admit into his heart the gifts and teachings and the revelations of the Spirit. So the natural man will never meditate on the Word. For it is meaningless nonsense to him, and he is incapable of knowing them. But the spiritual man knows all things. That means when you meditate, all knowledge is, is uh, at your disposal. Okay? So now I start meditating, meditating, meditating. Oh, now the gifts and teachings and revelations of the Spirit of God come. Because you agree with the Spirit of God because you incline to the Word. All right? So now you're thinking, thinking, thinking. Oh, he says he knows all things, tries all things, yet he's put on trial by no man. No one has an insight into him, but he discerns everything. For who has known the mind of the Lord as to instruct him and give him knowledge? So the natural guy, he's like, he doesn't know the mind of the Lord. Okay, but we have the mind of Christ. How do we have the mind of Christ? Joshua, do not let this book depart. Mind of Christ. And we do hold the thoughts and purposes of his heart. So, in simple terms, just agree with God. What is he saying about you? Just believe him. If you say, oh yeah, I've got this temper. No, you don't. God doesn't think so. Because your real identity is Christ Jesus inside you. And he doesn't have a temper. And that's what he thinks about you. So when will you agree with him? Oh, I always do this. Why would you prophesy that? Why would you say that? Why would you meditate on that? Rather say, man, I am so filled with the Holy Ghost. I just see myself overflowing in the Holy Ghost, pouring out of my ears, out of my nose, and out of my eyes and my mouth, everywhere. It's just shining out of me. And I just stand, you know, when I stand in an escalator, on an escalator, everyone on that, on those steps will just be zapped in the glory, you know. Or when, you, when I stand, you know, in the lift, and people just fall out in the power, you know. So you walk out and everybody's laying on the floor. You know, <laughs> glory in the bank yeah. or wherever, you know, that song, you know. So what are you thinking about yourself? Let's agree with God. All right. So I hope this has blessed you. So I just want to greet some people. Hello, Tola Westhuizen and Mariska. Hello, Charles. Welcome you to see Tani Yuki. Rob, it's always good to see you. And there's Prophet John. Bless you. And Martinette. There's Martinette. Hello, Greg. It's welcome you to see you. Hello, man. And who else is here? William, bless you. Bless you, William and Ilse. So, bless you guys. Thank you for watching. Please send us an email if you have a question or if you have a testimony or just tell us where you're watching us from. We would just love to get an email from you. Can we get the email on the screen, please? There we go. So, that's the address. So, please send us an email. We would love to hear from you. All right. So, I hope you just have an awesome, what's it, Tuesday. <laughs> and the rest of the week. So for those who are in the in the Pretoria area, if you want to drive through, um, I'm going to be ministering tonight at Levende Woord Westerlich. It's on the western side of Pretoria. Uh, so you, you can type it in on Google, but we will also, uh, 
We will also post it on the uh, Christ Life page where the place is. So uh, I'll be ministering there on Pentecost. All right. So, so bless you and I uh, hope you really have an awesome day. Amen. Bye.